Welcome to the Forgiven Once for All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee. I'll be your host today. Today's podcast is called Peace with God. We're going to look at our relationship with God and what the nature of that relationship is. We're going to look and see how we should respond to that relationship. First, I'm going to read a passage from the Bible, and we're going to look at it and If you're honest with yourself, you're going to identify with how this author feels. Many times we feel the very same way as this person does as they're crying out to God. Okay, so let's read. Let's take a look at the way we're living and reorder our lives under God. Let's lift our hearts and hands at one in the same time, praying to God in heaven. See, this message is preached thousands of times each Sunday. It's a call to repentance, a call to turn our hearts back towards God. Let's cry out to God and tell Him how bad we've been. Continuing, it says, We've been contrary and willful, and you haven't forgiven. You lost your temper with us, holding nothing back. You chased us and cut us down without mercy. You wrapped yourself in thick blankets of clouds so no prayers could get through. You treated us like dirty dishwater and threw us out in the backyard of the nations. See, this verse is an Old Testament verse. It's an old covenant prayer. It's in the book of Lamentations, Chapter 3, verses 40 through 45, I read it in the message version. See, we identify with this writer because in our heart, we feel the same way. We felt like God was angry with us and that our prayers are being hindered and that God was not hearing us from heaven. See, this is a point of view from someone who is under the law, who did not have the covenant of grace It's a distorted view of identity. The writer is essentially saying, You lost your temper because of our sin. You chased us and punished us because of our sin. You gave us the silent treatment because of our sin. You treated us like dirty water or scum because of our sin. This is the content of the average sermon in about every church in America today. See, we are sin conscious. We view ourselves as dirty sinners that will barely squeak through the slamming gates of heaven if we make it at all. This is our point of view. But would it surprise you to learn that God does not share your point of view about yourself? In Jeremiah 29 11, He says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. See, Jeremiah had some insight into the coming new covenant. You see, how we view God personally reflects how we think he sees us. If we see God as a judge, then we live in fear. If we see that he is good, if we believe that he's good and that he's love, then we live a life without fear. We need to relearn our true identity and forget the lies that we've been told about ourselves at church and by the world 
our whole lives. Jesus is ministering in Luke chapter 19, and he tells a parable of the menace. He tells about a nobleman that goes away to a far country, but before he leaves, he gives ten of his servants ten minas, and he tells them to invest this money. All of them invest this money and multiply it except one servant who hides it in fear. He begins believing reports of dissenters that are around him. He begins to question the goodness and the intentions of the nobleman, and he begins to fear him. There was no evidence that this master was cruel. There was no evidence that he was untrustworthy. Matter of fact, the Bible says that he was a nobleman. But this man who knew the master personally allowed popular opinion to change the truth that he knew inside into a lie. He allowed others to influence what he knew about this man. So the master comes back and he sees this deception and says, You say I'm harsh and do not have your best interests in mind. That is how you will live. And the servant lost what he had. He says, out of your own mouth, I will judge you. See, this is self-deception. We're allowing the lives of the world to corrupt your view of your father who the world does not know. The punishment is self-inflicted. We lose precious time living in the loving arms of Papa. Instead, we run and hide our face from him because of shame and guilt. Shame and guilt over sin that he has already paid for, forgiven, and forgotten. We cannot allow a sermon, a church, or the world to tell us that we have angered God with our sin and that we are sinners and that he is displeased with us. We cannot listen when they preach a God that is not good, that is not love, because God is the epitome of love and goodness. We need to stop living in the crippling shadow of doubt and fear. God says he knows his thoughts, but the problem is is that we're not so sure. We have a distorted view of the Father. We are taught that Jesus loves us, but many Christians today would be hesitant to say that the Father loves them. We think of the Father as a judge and not as Papa. It's easy for us to believe that we're not good enough. We've been told our whole lives that we weren't good enough by others. We've allowed opinions about us to change who we are. Because if our relationship with God is not built on trust and love, then it becomes where it's based on religion. And if our relationship is based on religion, then religion causes us to think we have to pay God back, that we have to work to reclaim favor because we are out of fellowship. We are the ones that have broken the promise. But the new covenant is not about us keeping our promises. God made the covenant with his son. Jesus kept our promise. Jesus paid our price. 
and Jesus lives inside of us and through us. We can walk hand in hand with the Father with no shame and no condemnation, with joy and love because of the cross. See, when Jesus forgave us, he restored our relationship with the Father forever. Not just for a a period of time, not for the period of time that we're not sinning, but he restored our relationship forever. And he brought us to peace with him. This is crucial for us to understand. Yes, one time we were enemies of God. We did everything contrary to God. And even when we were enemies, God loved us and he was drawing us and working to reconcile us. But God has brought us to peace with him. Romans 5, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. See, we have peace with God now, not in the future, not in some time when we're in heaven, but now we have peace with God. No conflict, no war, no anger. It is a time of hope and rejoicing not of shame and repentance. God is never mad at us. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 tells us that his wrath is not for us. God's wrath, God's anger is not for his people because there's nothing to be mad about. Everything has been forgiven. Everything has been cleaned. We have been reconciled. We're at peace with the Father. Christ destroyed everything that was written against us, all the charges, all the sin. Everything was nailed to the cross. Colossians 2.14 says, He destroyed what was against us, a certificate of indebtedness expressed in decree opposed to us. He has taken it away by nailing it to the cross. Everything we owed, Everything that we did, everything that we had to pay for, has been paid for by Christ. God's not mad at us. We are at peace with Him. Now I want to talk about love and fear. I know in episode 8 we covered fear. 1 John 4, 8-10 through 10 says, He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be a propitiation for our sins. See, God loved us first. Jesus came to reveal to us the true nature of the Father, not of anger, not of punishment, not of judgment, but of love, a self-sacrificing love, a love that gives all. 
This is how we need to see the Father. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. 1 John 4.17-19 says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Did you catch the part where it says that as he is, so are we in this world? That's amazing. As Christ is right now, that's how we are. We are light. We are love. We are connected. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He's arm in arm with his Father. Perfect union. Perfect relationship. That's exactly how we are. We are in perfect peace with the Father. There is no fear in love. Why do we live our lives in fear? Why do we fear God, a God that loves us? Why do we fear that we're not good enough when He has made us right? Is there any more that He could have done at the cross? He gave it all. He paid for it all. He loved us with everything. God loved us at the cross, and he loves us today by living inside of us and through us. See, God is love. There's no fear in this love. The Father is not angry with us, but he is proud of us. We are in fellowship with him. God wants us to experience the abundant life. This is that life that Christ was talking about. A life of love and faith, absent of fear. It's a life where we know what Papa thinks about us, that he's bringing our lives to a plan of hope, that he's got good plan for us. A life where we can live in the freedom of grace and forgiveness, where we can truly live at peace with God peace and joy that comes from having Jesus living inside of us. See, Papa's not mad at you. God is not angry. He has revealed his true nature, a nature of love and peace to us. He has reconciled us. There's no more fear, but perfect peace. If this has helped you today, check us out on the web at ForgivenOnceForAll.com or on Facebook at ForgivenOnceForAll. And remember, God is madly in love with you. Until next time.